This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. We're joined now by Siabong Atlachuayo, Red Cross KZN manager, to talk a little bit about what's happening in that uh, province at the moment. The South African Red Cross Society is yet to wrap up its April 2022 flood response. The response has been focused on ensuring that they implement the whole cycle of disaster management and response. This has been aimed to ensure that emergency relief is provided to the affected victims, rehabilitation and promotion of uh, recovery and support revival of business that were affected in those um, flood uh, disasters. So let's speak now to um, Red Cross KZN manager to talk a little bit about uh, what the update is. Siabonga, welcome to Power Lunch. Uh, Good day to you and the listeners at home and thank you for having us. So let's talk a little bit about what we mean. You're yet to wrap up its April 2022 flood response. Does this mean that even more humanitarian support is needed? Um, actually, uh, from the April 22, from the magnitude of the impact uh, of the flood in April 2022, we, 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 we committed to an 18-month project that was going to ensure that uh, we provide aid during the time of the emergency phase uh, moving into a time where we are looking into uh, promoting rehabilitation and recovery. Uh, as our commitment to disaster response is that it, it shouldn't be that we only um, come during the time when it, it's still like new, it still has happened at the time right. when people are still displaced. But we look into a longer period where we look into ensuring that we support with recovery, supporting uh, those that are affected psychologically, uh, supporting small businesses and also investing in some projects that will be long-term projects and self-sustainable. Okay, so we're talking about ensuring that there's the implementation of a, a cycle of disaster management and and response as well. Okay, so how much more is needed to ensure that that type of thing is on standby? Um, what what we had, what, what we did uh, we had made an application to our international federation of the Red Cross. Uh, they availed funds under the emergency appeal funds. Mm. So these funds, there was a budget to support about three thousand five hundred families. These families uh, received cash and voucher assistance, two cycles of cash and voucher assistance. Um, also, we've been supporting. Many projects that were affected by the floods because small businesses were affected. Uh, we've been funding individuals as well as group of individuals that had businesses that were affected by uh, the floods. And also, uh, we had teams that were providing psychosocial support and now also reviving projects now and, and, and businesses in communities. We are speaking of garden projects. Uh, drilling of boreholes as the, the, the water supply in many communities was affected, uh, bakery projects, sewing projects, as well as um, uh, as poultry projects. So now these are the projects that are actually ran by the communities, by the community members. We just inject support, we inject funds into those communities, and we just monitor the implementation of these projects. Because now we are t- trying to build resilience and independent within the communities and also to revive um, the, 
the cash circulation in the communities. Mm, mm. Okay, so speak to us a little bit about uh, the focus at the moment that the Red Cross has on Ladysmith, Siabonga. Yes, um, this, uh, from the incidents that have been experienced in Ladysmith, we are also having a six-month project. The project, because the, the, the magnitude of the damage is a bit smaller than what happened in April 22. Mm. So the project this time around is going to be six months. So we are also going to be distributing cash and voucher assistance to those that are affected. Uh, we've engaged with some partners. Uh, we are going to be supporting even, even some schools that were affected, that were damaged. There's going to be schools that are going to be receiving uh, new classrooms that were, that were damaged by the floods. We're also going to support small businesses that were affected and also distribution of relief uh, for, for many people that were, were actually affected. And also for a long-term intervention, we are looking into now installing more um, income-generating activities in the communities mm. that now will be actually supporting the community in order to ensure that they are resilient and also uh, independent in a way. Mm. And then the disaster funding you've just received, maybe touch on that a little bit and what the plans are moving forward. Yes, it, it, the, the disaster relief fund is the one that is supporting the interventions. Mm. Within it, there is a budget for to support 1,500 uh, families with cash, with cash voucher assistance, uh, supporting small businesses um, and also livelihood projects in the communities. Uh, and also, we are going to be also engaging into a psychosocial support uh, interventions that we are going to be delivering to many families, especially those that have lost their loved ones. Okay, that's where we'll leave it. Siabonga Tlachuayo there doing very important work with the KZN Red Cross. Uh, every now and then we do cross over to just get a gauge of what's happening in terms of disaster relief. There's a distribution of cash vouchers to more than 5,000 families, psychological support to victims, and of course income generating projects to ensure that people can have um, you know, their own sustained abilities during this disaster management. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.